is a Woodside Church podcast. Hallelujah. I don't know whether I can say this one. I feel like I have joined my family back. Well, though we are same family, whether it is Patno or, or uh, Great Denham, but somehow I got more connection here than, than there now. But nevertheless, we are in the battle to battle for the glory of God. Hallelujah. So this is a very good platform. <clears throat> As I have not seen you for a long time, to ask one question, how are you all? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, I thought uh, when Joshua started to get our attention and focus on this service and to Jesus, I thought he was going to take over my sermon. <laughs> Thank God. I know my time is a bit uh, less now, but I pray that the clock will stop. <laughs> Praise God. You know, after uh, Paul's journey to different, different places and when come back to Athens, I feel like that. So, I think God is going to speak to us today through his word. And I believe there will be some sort of deliverance, some sort of acceptance, some, some sort of commitment is going to take place today in the hearts of the people here. Yes, thank you, Jesus. I don't know, all of them who contributed, especially Iggy. Iggy, you used my, one of my slides. You will see that one when it comes back. So he has already preached. Joshua has already preached. I'm just going to continue where they left now. So let me get to a story. So I'm going to pick uh, in the book of Mark the story from life of Jesus and others in that. So to to begin with, so before we read Mark 2nd chapter 1 to 5, I wanted to be, give a bit of picture of where we are in that passage. So when Jesus was in Capernaum, I believe Capernaum, it's not mentioned in the Bible, believe that it is place where Peter lived. And then when he was, when Jesus was there, on a Sabbath day he went out and then now cast the impure spirits out, and he healed many sicknesses, and then uh, he healed all the diseases. Bible says he heals many. And then he went on his way where he prayed, you know, on his own. I don't know how many of you remember and prayed on 24-7 prayer, first week of Saturday. Often withdrew and and alone, lonely places. So that's a passage where we picked that one from in a different gospel. So we all prayed on that day. I remember praying myself, using those words, and then I myself went in a lonely place and then start praying for this church and other things which I am doing as well. So in this passage, we see that Jesus went on a solitary place and he prayed, and after that he heals a man with a leprosy, and then that man calls and Jesus and begged Jesus on his knees, if you are willing, can you make me clean? Jesus stretched his hand and said, I am willing. 
And then he said, don't tell this one, go to your priest and show yourself. But instead, this man went and then started to share with everybody. Because of that, Jesus has to go outside the town, the city, for a few days. Now we pick up the story from there. Mark, yes. So this is one thing. In Patna, we can see in front of us. Here, I need to look back. Yeah? We'll pray that one more television will come here. <laughs> a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such a large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof, of, roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Son, your sins, your sins are forgiven. Just picturize this scene now. So the house is full. There is no room for anyone to enter, even to look through the door or from the window. There is nothing was there. And now these four people carrying this paralyzed man so that they may bring before Jesus, then Jesus can see him and heal him because they wanted his fr their friend to be healed or friend to get better or to be a normal man. That was their desire. So they came and they couldn't find any space to enter in. In that situation, what we don't done? Come on, there's nothing we can do. Let me, guy, come on, let's go back. Let us see next time. Yeah, we'll see if another preacher comes, another man of God comes, somebody will lay hand and then heal you. Bad luck, man, today, come on, let's go back. That's what I'm not, we don't said. But here, these four decided to go up the roof, dig the roof, open, this, open the roof, and lowering these four people, lowering down this mat just before Jesus. And Jesus might have looked at the paralyzed person, and then he looked up the small hole, maybe where they, these four people lowered this mat, Look up them, looked up them and said, looked up them and said himself, he looked at their faith. Bible says Jesus looked at their faith. He didn't say, sorry, but he looked at their faith. And then he said, he didn't say, get up, take your mat, go, you are healed. He didn't say that one. He said afterwards, but before that he said, son, your sins are forgiven. So I'm not going to talk about Jesus. Of course, Jesus is the center of my message. I'm not talking about the paralyzed person. I'm going to talk about these four men who carried the paralyzed person and then brought in front of Jesus. I'm going to take four points. I always say I learned these three points, four points from this Woodside Church. <laughs> always should be three minimum. I'm sorry, four maximum three minimum, so you should always have points. So it is very good practice though. Yeah, it will centralizes everything and then gives a preacher right thoughts to preach. So these four people, 
okay? They had some sort of characteristics, some sort of things in them for, me, for them to have this, you know, person to bring before Jesus. So they had, number one, they had faith. They had faith. So let, us, let me go back to the fundamentals of faith. I know we all know that one. We're all grown. Some of us are 30, 40, 50 years in, in, in Christian life and more than that. Yeah? But let, let me go back to this fundamentals of faith. What is faith? It's very simple definition. We all know whether we practice it or not. We all know this definition. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Wow. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Hallelujah. Do you believe Jesus is coming back? Anybody deny that one here? How do you know that he's going to come back? That is the hope you have through faith. That is what I'm talking here. So we are, we are very sure of, of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. We believe. That is faith. We believe Jesus is our savior. We believe he is our companion. Though my parents may leave, my siblings may leave, my church may leave, but Jesus will not leave. That is the faith. He is a constant companion in our life. That is faith. In whatever situation I walk through, he holds my hand and makes me to walk through in that situation. That is faith. We are more than conquerors. That is faith. In whatever situation we are here, we will be victorious because that is the faith we have in Jesus Christ. Amen. Whatever he promised, it will never fail. We will never doubt his promises. That is faith. If he says that I will not leave you nor forsake you, that means he will not leave you nor forsake you. Whatever you may think about him. His promises are yes and amen. That is faith. So how do we get faith? Yes, I understand that one. So how do I get this faith? How do we get this faith? As Iggy brought that verse, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. It is not just hearing the message. There's a comma there. And the message is heard through the word of Christ. What Joshua brought and the focus, what the contributions brought is all about the word of God. Amen. It is alive. It is active. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what the message should be heard through, through word of Christ. There are so many people nowadays after this COVID, they're all enjoying YouTube message after messages. Message after message, they keep on listening. But I don't know whether they're combining what they're listening through the word of Christ. If they're really listening to the word of Christ, I'm boldly saying that they will come and join us face to face. I may be wrong in saying that one, but I believe biblical way the church is coming together. Yes. We can see on YouTube, there is no harm in that. I'm not saying that you should not. You can see, you can enjoy the word of God, but come face to face. Have fellowship together. Yeah. Encourage one another. Yeah. Pray for one another face to face. Yeah. That is the church. 
that comes by the word of Christ. The message we hear and you know, heard through the word of Christ. You can see how I can give some examples of faith where we always know about this a lady woman with a blood issue for 12 years. To cut short the story, she had that faith, if I touch the garment of Jesus, I will be healed. That's a faith. She went in the midst of whatever the situation in those, those days, she went out without shame, she went out and touched the garment of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, somebody touch me. And then he looked at the woman, woman, your faith has healed you. Have faith in Jesus. No matter what condition you are in, have faith. And then read the Bible. Again, I go back to Joshua. He stood and said that I struggle reading the Bible. To be honest, that's what he said. I miss some days, but reading the Bible is our daily walk with God. We must read the Bible. If you are saying I'm a Christian, and if you don't read the Bible, I doubt you are a Christian. I'll go back to the Sunday school song where we learned when you were too young, read your Bible, pray every day. That should be there until God calls us. Every day we need to read the Bible, every day we need to pray so that we may grow in our faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me go back. There are so many benefits in the, having the faith. I can go on and tell you just on faith, whole sermon. But let me go to the next point. Number one, these four men had faith in Jesus. And then coming to number two, courage to dig through the roof. They had the courage to dig through the roof. You just imagine if it's my house, you are a house, a brand new house. Who has got the brand new house here? Yeah, say refurbished house, Henson, where is he? <laughs> So some, you are having a prayer meeting there and then, uh, you know, somebody, man of God has come and preaching is fully packed and somebody like me, yeah, and a couple of others with me, okay, four of us taking a paralytic person, come on, man, we don't have any chance, let me go up and dig the roof. Ensign would come, hey, stop, man of God, stop. I'm just, it's the only story, okay, you will definitely allow. <laughs> Stop, stop everything. What is this? Just imagine. Imagine the situation when they dig. In those days, it's a roof with a mat and the mud. You know, there's a mat, a wooden mat. I don't know what you call. We call in Kannada chape. Yeah? I'm seeing at my Kannada friends here. So, on that, they'll put the mud. You're digging through, it will be a chaos, mud. And just imagine the scene there. Everything will be mud. And then these people had that courage. Doesn't matter what consequences, doesn't matter what can happen, what may go, we have to take this person. They loved that person. Coming to that point, we need to love our neighbors. We need to love. That is a command given by Lord Jesus Christ. God himself has given. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's a command. It's not an option. Uh -huh. I don't like you, I like you. I love you, I don't love you. No, it's a command given, there is no option. We must love everyone without any condition because God has loved without any condition. Hallelujah. These people had that courage to dig through. So number two, they had the courage 
to get this person before God by digging. Since they couldn't get, in, get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat. The man was lying. <clears throat> There's a stories after story. Recently I preached on uh, David and Goliath. You know, David didn't come, as father said, his father Jesse, man, go and give these lunch boxes unto their commanders or whoever, just give this cheese to them, yeah, and then come back. Just bring the information from there. So you don't come there, you don't heard, people are whispering about this big giant Goliath, and then said, oh, nothing to do with these people, nothing to do with them. I have just come to give the lunch box and give these things to them. Let me go back. He didn't do that one. He stood there because he knew who his God was. He knew the strength of God, how God rescued him in the past. He knew that he's going to rescue the whole Israelites. Hallelujah. He stood in the name of God Almighty, and then he hit Goliath, the mighty Goliath, and then he brought the victory to whole Israelites. Okay? So he took the risk. God is our insurer. We have to take the risk and stand against every scheme of the enemy taking the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us be courageous like these people. Number three, and four men carried this paralytic person. Four men carried. So I'm talking about these four men. You know, how beautifully illustrated in the Bible and given these five verses so much for us to learn. They had faith. They had courage. Number three, they had unity, oneness. They had unity and oneness, carrying one paralyzed person, holding the four corners and then digging. Maybe they kept the paralytic person on the roof and then they started to dig and make it a hole and then four corners, they held the four corners and then started to lower. Just see how coordination between them, the oneness, understanding. You know, I will lower here. No, you just imagine. No, I will. Hey, wait, 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 man. You are too fast. Come on, come on, come on. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, you wait. I will. Have so they will have that coordination and bringing that person in front of Jesus. They had that unity, oneness in them. That is very important in our Christian walk. In the journey that we have, God has given us. If you are sitting here because God has called you, God has chosen you. Let us unite together. Let us unite together with oneness. Just imagine, just imagine four of, of them carrying, and then one person said, oh, I don't want to join you. Let me go. I don't want to have any part in the, with you. I don't like at all. Let me go away. What wouldn't happen? Just imagine four people draw, bringing the mat, maybe this space, and then one said, I don't want to join. Just imagine what would have happened. Come on, Emmanuel. <laughs> he would have felt in some other corner. Jesus would have missed seeing him. Unity is very much important. So they had faith. They had courage. They had unity. Bible says of unity, so many verses in Acts 4.32. All the believers are in, were one in heart and one in mind. Nothing was lacking and word was spread around and church added. Wow. Because of your unity with church, everyone has a part to play in the church. 
don't just underestimate yourself and your contribution in the church you being and sitting saying lord thank you jesus it helps the church that once once sentence prayer you are contributed in the church to just bless somebody it contributed don't underestimate your presence and your strength don't say that one oh i am good for nothing only the elders can do only such people who are anointed can do you are anointed too you are called by god too you are chosen by god too you have the same power the same spirit everybody has the same spirit you have the spirit which apostles had the same spirit you have use it for the glory of god contribute in the church with unity romans 15:5 may the god this is what paul says may the god who gives endurance and encouragement may give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow christ jesus how psalms how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity paul prays put all efforts to keep the unity among yourself you know devil is so has got tactics to break that unity he uses all his weapons to break that unity you are doing very well ron you carry on Felix you are doing very well you carry on Henson you are doing very well you carry on Hudson you are doing very well you carry on Devakumar you are doing very well you carry on you carry on Steve you are doing carry on but don't join hands together your ministry you are blessed you do it your ministry you are blessed you do it but don't join hands you know if you join hands the enemy knows what distraction it will bring to his kingdom come in unity join hands in whatever situation agree together say amen so that you may destroy the enemy's camp and his plan and his schemes hallelujah he always brings pride position level reach out to unity nothing should stop you to join hands my position or my you no know, the pride should not come leave the pride leave the position selfishness individual ministry leave it come together whatever you are doing when the believers come together come in unity agreeing upon something so that heavens may open and the blessings may come on this earth hallelujah number 1 they had number 2 i don't think you will never forget these four things number 3 number 4 they had third burden for deliverance they had that burden somehow if you take this person in front of jesus he will be healed and he will be delivered somehow that burden was filled in their hearts same thing jesus the day before in gethsemane he cried out if possible take this cup away from me but he has burden let your will be done lord not my will he drank the cup and he went on to the cross and then that's the song we are singing it is finished he did it with that burden he did it for our salvation praise god praise god there are so many examples i'll give number 4 is a burden i wanted to bit illustrate this burden bit because we are entering into into a, 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 you know I can read this one before I call two people Kayode and Ron Kayode is here 
Yeah, Kaido and Ron. This is a very, this, I read this passage many times, but uh, when God spoke to me, it was literally made me to cry and go on my knees. When disciples asked, when disciples our Lord teach us to pray, as you know, you've all had a series where Ron preached, before teach us to pray, the Lord Jesus taught us how not to pray. How not to pray, and then he taught how to pray. We all know the Lord's Prayer. After the Lord's Prayer, he didn't stop. Jesus continued. Then he said, then Jesus said to them, suppose one of you have a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine has a, on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. Then the one inside answered, don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness. Say everybody, boldness. Man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he need. Hallelujah. So this talks about three friends. So we read this passage many times, so I wanted to illustrate so that it will stick in your hearts so that you can go on your knees and then ask God as I did. Coyote, come. Ron, please come. Give me another four minutes and five minutes conclusion. Yeah, come, okay. <laughs> Ron. Right. So this talks about three friends, right? I'm looking at who will be Jesus, okay? <laughs> right. Three friends. One friend has come on a long journey to me, to this friend, and this friend doesn't have anything to give. I don't have anything to this friend who has come on a journey in the midnight. I don't have anything, but I know another friend who has got everything. I will go in the midnight to this friend, and knock his door and ask him, friend, I have a friend come on a long journey to me. I don't have anything to give it to him. Please give me some bread, something to, I have to give to him. Lend me something, give me something so that I can give to this friend. This friend, man, I'm with my child, children already in bed, don't bother me. Yeah, maybe come in the morning, uh, it's too late now. Yeah. But this friend's boldness keep knocking without shame, knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. He has got, no, man, he, this fellow is disturbing so much. Let me get up and give. That's what Jesus is illustrating. He got up and gave whatever I want, he gave me. Whatever I need, he gave me so that I can take it from this friend and then give it to this friend. Hallelujah. To cut short, there are so many examples I can give here. To cut short, this friend is perishing soul. This is the world without Jesus. But I know this friend. You know the world. You know your neighbor. You know your work colleague. You know your uh, community. You know your uh, town, city, Kempston, Bedford, nation and nations. You know where Jesus is needed. I know this world. I know this perishing souls. But he has come to me. And I don't have anything to give. But I know this friend who has got everything. This is Jesus Christ. 
This is God Almighty. I knock at him and say, Lord, give me something so that I can give it to the perishing souls. Lord, give me the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I wanted to give it to the perishing souls. Lord, give me something, that strength and the power and that what you showed on me, the mercy and the grace give to me so that I can show it to these people so that they may come to know about you. Boldness, asking with boldness, asking, I can preach on the bold, bold prayers. See, my Joshua is laughing there. You are praying bold prayers, asking God, oh, I don't know what he thinks. Is it good to ask or not? Jesus himself is going to keep knocking. Keep knocking. Come to me, Lord, bless me. Come to you, Lord, give me. Lord, give me so that I can give to these perishing souls. Once I receive it, once I receive it, I will take it to this person, this friend, and then I give it to you. And then, because this friend doesn't know this friend, once I give, this friend will in, I'll introduce to this friend, and then this friend become very close to this friend, and this friend will stand here, and then one more person will come here, and this person will go knock there, and then bring it to me, and then it will keep going. It will keep going, keep on going, because you are getting from Almighty God. You are being blessed by the Almighty God. You have been received from the Almighty God so that the world can receive. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for these two. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have this burden for perishing souls? You have faith. God has started that seed of faith in you too, so that you can grow in that faith by listening to the word of God, by loving the word of God, from embracing the word of God, meditating the word of God, you will grow in your faith. And God will give the courage. God will give the courage. And with that, you will become united with the, united with the church together and you will be filled with the burden for the souls who doesn't know about Jesus. The end time is coming, my friend. We are in those days now. God wants to pour out his spirit on every flesh. He wanted to give. Are you ready to knock on God's door? And then go on asking, shameless asking, with bold asking, Ask for big things. You may think that I cannot able to do, but keep asking. Ask for bold, ask with boldness what you want. Joshua prayed. I cannot tell the story now. Yeah, I know time is running out. Joshua prayed for the sun to be stopped. Was it needed at that time? The sunset was there. War has to stop. Everybody has to go home. He would have thanked God. Lord, thank you very much for protecting us, enabling us to be a victorious people throughout the day. Tomorrow we are going to continue. Lord, bless us. Give us the strength to our arms so that we can fight. He would have prayed that prayer, but he didn't pray. He went and asked God, God, stop the sun until we defeat these people. God heard his prayer and stopped the sun for 24 hours. <laughs> his, your prayers will be answered. Don't doubt your prayers. Don't doubt. Ask big things. Have a bigger vision. Just for the glory of God, I share. Today I'm going to open a new church in Aylesbury. I thank my partner, 
my mentor, my pastor, who has been with me for 23 years and then he's keep doing it, Tim Green. He came to have outreach there with the life in the Holy Spirit, and today I'm going to start a church there. Four o'clock. I'm not going to stop. Let us do together. Let us do together. I can say that my ministry is fine. I no need to come here. This is my family. I'm united here. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand in the presence of God. Some people praying that I want to grow in faith. I don't have courage, but God is promising as he promised Joshua, be courageous, be strong and courageous. I am with you. Like these four people, no matter what the consequences may be, they had the desire. You know what? Open your eyes and listen. You know what? They thought that that person will be healed. Actually, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, Son, your sins are forgiven. Your faith will bring salvation. Your faith, Jesus is looking at our faith. How is your faith? How is your faith in Lord Jesus Christ? That faith will bring salvation in the world. Keep asking God. Keep asking. Have that faith to go to him and then keep asking and grow in faith with the word of God. Salvation will come because it is the word of God. When those four men can able to do, we can do as well. Hallelujah. God is faithful. His promises will never fail. They are always yes and amen. And he is there with us all the time. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Lord, we praise you. Yes. Yes. There are some people today, there is a deliverance, as I said. There are some people with a lot of difficulties. The situation where they think that they will never be able to come out. I tell you, nothing is impossible to God. He is ready to deliver you. Have faith in him. Have faith in him. He has got the power to bring you out from any situation. No matter how big, how mighty the situation may be, but nothing is impossible to God. Amen. Come on, surrender to him. Surrender to him. Close your eyes. Whoever, you know, feel like some sort of strongholds are holding, some sort of depression, some sort of anxiety, some sort of things that they are unable to come out, just raise your hands wherever you are. Just raise your hands wherever you are. God is going to touch you today. God is going to deliver you today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God, God is going to touch you. God is going to deliver you. And God is going to use you for his kingdom. Oh, don't limit yourself, my dear beloved. Don't limit yourself. God is pouring out his spirit upon you. There is a deliverance coming in the name of Jesus. Oh, there is a deliverance coming in the name of Jesus. Through your faith, there are people get salvation as well. Raise your hands if you are in that position to receive the deliverance today. Oh, Rabaka Shittiri Yararama Sukula Labaraba. Uriaka Sintara Rabashura Rabba Sukutula Libaribariba. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we praise you for this morning hour, oh Father Lord Jesus, oh Master God. Thank you for speaking to us. 
Thank you for encouraging us, O oh Father God, with these four people who carried this paralytic person, O oh Lord Jesus. Lord, enable us to grow in faith, to have the courage and get in union with all the people together, O oh Father God Jesus, in oneness, with one mind, with one spirit, O oh Father Lord Jesus, O oh Master God. And we know that we can demolish and destroy the enemy's camp, O oh Father Lord Jesus, with unity. Father God, fill us with the burden, passion for the souls. Help us to seek you every day, Lord Jesus. Help us to seek you, come before you, and seeking you, O oh Father God, for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for the power of uh, Father God from you, O oh Father God, the authority, O oh Father Lord Jesus, O oh Master God, and to have the relationship of oh Father God. Yes, Lord, for all this, the base is your love. Help us to love one another, O oh Father God, as you loved us. We give you glory, Lord Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. Giving you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You have been listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.